Good morning, good evening, good night. This is the Be Yourself Podcast presented to you by the one and only Vendad. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. And remember, worry less, trust more, and enjoy the journey. Let's get it. So it's story time. And this story is very interesting because someone like me doesn't get to experience this point of view much at all, to be honest. So seeing the roles changed... It was very interesting to see the look in the person's eyes. They see how frustrated they got. Everything. I'm just like, wow, this is an experience I have to speak on. It doesn't make me feel above anyone or anything. It doesn't make me want to celebrate the moment. It was just a moment to remember. So because I grew up the way I grew up, in a very diverse area and embracing different religions, cultures, races. And you start to see different things and you take whatever you take from everyone and apply it to yourself, different cultures, religions, races. And I feel like that turns you into a superhuman because you can talk about every and anything, right? Every and anything. You're not against anything. You just want to be open book. You're just like, hmm, you know, try to seek more information, if anything. So... Let me just talk as much as I can to everyone that I can that has some type of sense and learn some good ass knowledge from people. You know? So, this story is interesting because I met a lady named Kim. I don't know if I mentioned her name already. I met a, na- a lady named Kim. She owns a convenience store and she sells product products for your skin and everything. So, I walk into her store one day. This is not the actual story. I'm just telling you how I met her. I walk into the store one day, and she sees me. She starts talking to me. She brings me around the counter, blah, blah, blah. She's just a a very lovely lady, an Asian lady, about 60, great energy. She just likes me for some reason. She says she has a good gut feeling about me. I say I have a good gut feeling about her, blah, 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 whatever. So I leave her store. I tell her I'm going to come back and see her one day again. So a few weeks pass. I end up going back to the same plaza. I go to the bank. I take money out. And I'm passing Kim's store. So I'm like, of course I'm going to go say what's up to Kim. See what Kim's saying, you know? So I go into her store. And she's already serving someone. A white lady. So I go grab a water bottle. I'm in my wife beater, which is a tank top. My tattoos, everything is showing. Everything's showing. My big muscles, all the stuff. You know, all the stuff is showing. So... Kim sees me, tells the white lady that she's serving at that moment. As she's scanning the white lady stuff, she sees me. She makes eye contact with me. And she's like, is that Vince? Is that Vince? Because we have the mask on, right? I'm like, yeah, it's Vince. It's Vince. She's like, okay, 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 okay. She looks at the the white lady. She's like, okay, okay, okay. I'll serve you after. Hold on, hold on. She slid all of her stuff to the side. And she's like, Vince, come, 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 come. And then she looked at the lady. She's like, don't worry. It won't take too long. I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, well, why are you doing this? You should serve her first because she was here before me. You know what I mean? Just serve her. And I know how Kim is. I know she's going to try to talk to me for long. So it's going to hold up the lady's time even more. But she said, no, it's okay. I'm going to serve you first. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm like, Kim, how are you doing? Listen, she's. 
Kim's having a full-out conversation with me like she just didn't move that customer to the side. Like she didn't care about that customer's business. Like she didn't care about that person at all. Right? And then I seen the white lady. I looked at the white lady and I'm like, sorry about that. She said nothing back to me. She gave me that look of like, I don't want to assume, but it looked like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, why the fuck can this guy come in front of me? And honestly, she has every right to feel that way. She has every right to feel that way. You know what I mean? And Kim keeps talking to me, talking to me. The lady's huffing and puffing, grabbing her chocolate bars, like kind of hitting it on the table. Kim's not giving the lady any attention. And the funny thing is about this is I seen this before happen to people of my race, like <laughs> of a black person getting treated like this. You know, we went into a restaurant first. White family comes in after us. They get a table first. It's like, it's such an interesting thing to see this perspective. And it didn't make me feel above anyone. It didn't make me feel like a moment to celebrate. And I need to write this down and remember it in my journal because I don't look at it like a victory. Because I know at the end of the day, this is just one person treating me like this. I don't think I'm going to go across the world and it's going to be like this for me anyways. I just know this is a moment and... For me to just see that look, it just reminded me, like, it's so crazy that one of my white friends told me this. He's like, man, the reason why some white people fear you guys is because they think you guys are going to seek revenge or you guys are going to get back all the power you guys once have, I mean, you guys once had, and then use Whatever we did to you guys, you guys are going to do it back to us. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to lie to you guys. My black people are like, we just don't care about a lot of shit, man. I'll be honest with you. Think about the shit that we care about. And think about the shit we don't care about. Go back to the beginning of time. Did black people create guns? Did we create drugs? Did we create any of these type of things? No. We were in a community just doing us, creating great things, doing cool ass shit. We didn't care about none of these things that the people that enslaved us pit in front of us. We didn't care about none of those things. So don't worry. We're not going to seek revenge on you guys. We're not going to try to kill you guys. We are just trying to live. We are just trying to live. That's it. That is it. Trust me. We're not trying to seek no revenge. Nothing, man. But it was just an interesting perspective to see. You know, it was a very interesting perspective to see. And maybe Kim treats me like that because what's been happening to the Asians and she sees that's what's been happening to the black people. I don't know. But one thing that's very interesting is that the Asian lives matter thing. People accepted it so quickly, but when the Black Lives Matter thing, people didn't want to accept it because they think that that same thing I was trying to explain, they think, oh, we're going to get power back, we're going to get power back and then use it against them or something, but we're not. Maybe some of us will, but I'm pretty sure most of us won't, man. I don't think we give a fuck about a lot of the things that people think we give a fuck about. Like, you know, some people is... They're just so focused on having all the power that if they lose that power, they will be nobody. 
But me as the man I am, the black man I am, I know I'm always going to have power. I'm always going to have power. So it doesn't matter what you do to me. I'm still going to stand strong and be strong regardless. And I'm still going to be kind. All these type of stuff because I'm leading by example. Point blank period. As a black man, as a human being. That's it. You know what I mean? So seeing that perspective was very interesting though, man. I'll tell you that much. Shout out to Kim, man. Kim is a, is a great woman. <laughs> and shout out to the white lady that had to wait, man. Maybe it was just an eye-opener for her. Maybe she did something wrong to someone that day that was black. And it was just to get back at her, to open up her eyes and be like, no, treat everyone more kind. And that lady, that white lady, man, Kim was a piece of shit, too. Kim's like, as Kim moved all her stuff to the side, Kim's like, this is all your snacks? Right? To the white lady, because the white lady is a little bit bigger. She's like, this is all your snacks and your pops. Right? <laughs> and the lady's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, this is just for the, uh, sh this is for the weekend? <laughs> the white lady's like, no, I have to do an overnight, so this is all my snacks for the overnight. She's like, whoa, you eat a lot. <laughs> oh, gosh. Good old Kim, man. I love, I love humor, man. I love laughing, man. I love, I just love all that shit. I love when people aren't that sensitive, so. It can just shed light on things, how people really feel inside. If you keep silencing people and telling people that they can't say anything because of the backlash they may experience, it just hinders everyone from growing together as a fucking human race. You know what I mean? How can't we voice our opinions and agree to, to disagree and not want to kill each other and not hate each other? It's such a crazy world, man. It's a crazy world. It's like we can't have a debate without thinking that we hate each other or that we're against each other. No, listen, we're against one thing that we stand on and everything else we can have in common. But this one thing is not making us have this connection. And that brings me to something else now. When I was more in the streets, I would say, it made me, because I was following a certain code and my lifestyle was a certain type of way, so my brain was thinking a certain type of way. Because I was kind of following the code of the streets and everything, it hindered my relationship with certain people that I was more like, if that makes any sense, because sometimes when I was younger, yeah, I used to chill with a lot of different people, but sometimes I didn't really want to be around people I considered weak because I didn't want to go outside my neighborhood and then I get into a fight and that person doesn't help me or I get into a fight and I end up making that person get hurt or something like that. So I try to like stay away from certain people when I left the area, but those people were so much like me. And now that I'm past all those phases, you know, and all those different dazes, <laughs> I can embrace relationships way better now and not feel weird or anything because before sometimes maybe you didn't want to get catch I mean catch you maybe you didn't want to get caught by someone else like say an outsider didn't like you you didn't want to get caught being seen with someone weak or something you're very judgmental man I'm telling you it was 
I can't break it down properly, but it just popped up in my head how sometimes sticking to a certain code makes you judgmental towards the next group and then it doesn't allow you to learn what that group of people know and it's crazy that you just find out that that person or those people are are just like you <laughs> you know it's crazy that's why you can't make you can't make things stop you from learning and you can't make like stereotypes stop you from having a friend that's that color or that religion you just gotta embrace it man my closest friends are <laughs> different races, man. You know, Iranian, Persian, black, white, everything. is It's a beautiful thing, Indian. And you just learn all those different cultures, eat all those different type of foods. <sighs> the world's such a beautiful place, man. Like, when I get to sit down and think about all my different friends and everything they brought to the table for me and how powerful it makes you mentally to just embrace all that different stuff so when you go on vacations and everything like you know what the you know what kind of food you may like from that culture if you go to that country or something you know it's just it's good man it's good stuff